So let's continue on what Bishop has been sharing on for this entire month. Talking about building and living a life of no excuses. I think by now, we no longer have excuses, Pazalan. We know that excuses, they are detrimental, they are counterproductive, they won't help anybody. If you make your own excuses, you are the one who's going to suffer the consequences. Amen. We have looked at Jeremiah when he was having a conversation with God and when God was calling him as a heartbroken prophet, disappointed, serving God in a nation that has backslidden, a nation in its amelia away from God, a nation that has forgotten that God is their healer, God is their deliverer, God is their protector. They were having other gods that they were learning from other people whose God... I mean, who we don't know for what reasons were they doing that. Now, Jeremiah, as a young man, he's given this task to talk to these people. Now, Jeremiah tells us his story in Jeremiah chapter 1, verse 4 to verse 10, where he says, in verse 4 it says, Now the word of the Lord came to me, saying. You know, I, I, I like that statement, the word of the Lord came to me, saying. You see, sometimes we look at our lives, we make excuses, because sometimes we judge ourselves on the basis of the opinion of others. Even people sometimes who don't even know you, who don't even know your background, who don't even know your struggles, who don't know your history, but they all of a sudden have opinions. Just you go through the same cell group with somebody, it does not know you know everything about them. Just because you work with somebody, it does not mean you know their history. Just because you went to school with somebody, it does not mean you know everything about you. Are you there, Basalwani? And later on, as people, we must learn that the opinion that counts, that settles everything in our life, is the word of the Lord. You need to hear God for yourself. You need to read the Bible for yourself and hear what God is saying to you in order to base your life on the foundation of his word. Because the word of God never changes. The word of God is there. If God promises something in his word, he will fulfill it. He can't give a promise that he cannot fulfill. God has the power to do everything that he says he can do through his word. Now, Jeremiah says, the word of the Lord came to me. You see, God is always speaking to us, but our attention is in other things. Our attention is on people. We look at what is happening in other people. We mind their own business and we don't hear the voice of God. There's a lot of distractions in life. We have the right signal to God. You see, the Bible tells us that if you're a child of God, you're a joint heir with Christ. You can ask anything and God can give to you. You can call on his name. He will show you great and mighty things you have never experienced in your life. But your signal is intervened on. Your signal is disturbed because instead of opening your ears to hear God, you're opening your ears to gossip and all the other things that people are doing. Criticism, negative things. And you become negative things. You become poisoned in your life. It's about time you hear God for yourself. The word of the Lord must come upon you. It must not come on the selected few. You need to hear God for your finances. God for your marriage. God for your career. God for your health. God for the skills and the abilities that you have. You must hear God for yourself. Leave the people who are dead alone. They have run their race. They have lived their struggles. They have fought their own battles. Allow them to rest. Because the Bible says, Blessed are the dead in Christ, for they will rest. You must fight your fights with God. Take the word of the Lord and fight your own battles. Your parents raised you in 
tough times. Your parents fought to give you the education you have. If you have given them a nice tombstone, move on in your life. Don't go there and pray and make noise. That does not make any difference. It's about time you hear God from yourself. God is not the God of the dead. He's the God of the living. You need to know God and know Jehovah for yourself. God is still speaking. But those who have ears, they will hear him when he speaks. In verse, in verse 5, God speaks to Jeremiah. He says, Jeremiah, before I formed you in the womb, I knew you. You see, there's people who know you on the background that is historical based on your interaction with them on earth. They only know who you are on the basis of this earthly life. God says, before they even met you, God says, before you were even formed, I know the story behind the story. I know the background. I formed you. I was there. Nobody was giving me advice. Nobody was dropping an opinion. I didn't ask for anybody's opinion. I knew you before you put napkin. I knew you before you went to kindergarten. I knew you before you worked, before you went to varsity. I knew you in your mother's womb. Don't allow people who only know you on the basis of your historical issues. Understand the God who made you and he knew what he was making you to be. He knew the substance he used. He knew what he put in the inside of you. He knew the challenges that you will face and you know he knows you can take it. He says, I'm the one who formed you. I formed you, I fashioned you, I designed you, I equipped you, I empowered you. Stop listening to people who only know you because they've been adversity with you. They knew what he met Yakshire, accounting Yakshire, engineering Yakshire, law one, mercantile law, Yakshire. They know everything about you that you are a failure in, but they don't know the God who made you. Sometimes you end up in the wrong course because of wrong influence. That's not where God wanted you to be because you are not hearing God. You are hearing the economy. You are hearing the people. You are hearing status. You are in the wrong place at the wrong time. You are doing things you are not empowered and equipped to do. You become a failure because you are fighting the fights you were not equipped to fight. He says, before you were even born, I consecrated you. I gave you purpose. Education does not give you purpose. You are born with purpose. You are born with purpose. You are born with vision. Umbono salonao. I consecrated you. He says, I have appointed you a prophet amongst the nations. We are waiting for people to vote for us. Who, who don't know what we are made of? Who don't know? Who don't know? 
on a story they don't understand that only God knows. In verse 6, he says, then I said, he replies to God. God is telling him all these things, all these amazing things. Just listening to amazing things does not mean you, you hear God. Look what he says. He says, alas, my, alas, God, behold, I don't know how to speak. He just had a powerful sermon because I'm a youth. You don't have to be old to do what God wants you to do. You have to be in the will of God. But the Lord said, which means God didn't want to hear anything of these excuses. God is not going to take your excuses. He knows how he has made you. Do not say, I'm a youth. Don't say it. Because the more you say it, the more you believe it. You shall have whatever you say. If you say you are a loser, you'll be a loser. Life and death is in the power of your tongue. Some of you are killing your destiny. You are cursing your life. You are complicating your life. You are increasing your struggle because of the preaching that comes out of your own mouth. God says, shush, don't say it. Don't say things that don't agree with my word. Because my word is my power. Don't say it. Don't say I'm just an orphan. You are a child of God. God is the father of the fatherless. He has not changed. You are not the only person on earth who is an orphan. Why must you not say you're a youth? Because everywhere I send you, you shall go. God does not negotiate. God is not going to sit around and have pity party. <laughs> Why are you depressed, Ang Shatang? Are you the only one, Ang Shatang? Are you the only one? There's many people about a shatang. They are not a mental case. They are not an emotional wreck. There's a lot of single people on earth who have purpose, who are driven, who trust in the Lord. Hi, man. Hi, hi. Have a better life about yourself. There's better things to be thinking and be depressed about. Are you the only person who's unemployed? Unemployment. What did the word say? I will bless the work of your hands. Do you have hands? Do you have a mind? Can you work? Can you pray? Can you ask for advice? So why are you unemployed? God says, everywhere you go, he says, everywhere I send you, 
everywhere where I'm sending you, when I'm sending you, 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 if you are my child, if you are my servant, if you are my follower, you will go. It's not negotiated. And all I command you, you will speak. You will speak to your poverty and call things that be not as though they are. You will speak your ilili. You will speak your hope and not speak your discouragement. Because I command you. The same one who commanded light to be in darkness is commanding you to be a commander. God says you will dictate to your circumstances. They will not dictate to you. He says, don't be afraid of them. Don't be afraid of them. Your critics, your competitors, your haters. Don't. God says, don't. I have that covered. Just do. Don't. It's in Ukhebe. Yes, we are going to have attention yet. We are responding or responding. We are going to have a lot of all of a sudden, one thing for sure, but why It's your problem. says, don't be afraid of them. Whether they threaten you, whether they undermine you. God says, why must you not be afraid of them? God says, for I am with you to deliver you. When you're with God, you're a majority. Then the Lord against God. give up. Surrendered to God. Then the Lord stretched out his hand and touched my mouth. Why? Because he said I can talk. And the Lord said to me, I have put words you have never heard in your mouth. I have put words. God touched him. I was saying earlier in the first service, there's people who are with adversity. They see you fail the courses that they are passing. They see you drop out. And 10 years gap passes. And they conclude in their minds because they don't know what's happening in your life. That you never went anywhere. 
10 years down the line when they are changing their career and they go to another company, they find that you are having their CV like this. Uh, they don't understand. To their shock, to their dismay, they don't understand that between you and first year to where you are 10 years later, the Lord has been touching you. The Lord has been putting words. The Lord has been orchestrating circumstances. The Lord has been making a way where there is no way. The Lord has been networking for you. The Lord has been giving you favor. Uh, verse 10 is just amazing. After the Lord has touched his mouth, God deals with his perspective. He says, see, see. Sometimes God touches us, but we don't see. We still see our past. We don't see what has happened. Sometimes, sometimes, just stand still. Just stand still. Reflect what God has done. You, who were raised by a single parent, in pain, in confusion, here you are. You are a leader. You have a career. You have gone this way and this way. You have grown. You have influence. You have touched many people. You have been blessing to many people. See what the Lord has done. Just see. It is the hand of the Lord. It is not your wisdom. You could not have done it. People never favored you. They never, you, you never stood a chance with people but with God. See. See. God says, after he has touched his mouth, I have appointed you this day. Today is your day. I have appointed you over. When God was saying in verse 7, in verse 8, don't be afraid of them. God was working. He touched him. He stretched out his hand. He said, you will say what I say you must say. You will speak to your situation. You will speak to your circumstances. Then he says, now that you are here, see. See where you are. You are not where you used to be. Running away from your enemies. Succumbing to intimidation. He says, now you are in your place. Your place of appointment. I have appointed you this day. Nobody voted you. It is not by human favor. I have done it so that nobody can take the credit but God. I have appointed you this day. The very nations that you were afraid of, I have appointed you over them. The very kingdoms that used to make you to cry, you are over them. God says, basically, sang it. You pluck them out. Some of you, you resigned in a company out of pressure. You were unplugged. You were meant to be there. You were shifted. 
constructive dismissal. Baenza hore mayemo aska utswanela. Ba ba persecution. They ask for things that are not asking from other people. They are meticulous with you. You are five minutes late. There is a hearing. There's warnings after warnings. You are sticking on a thread. Those who used to harass you, now you are plucking them out. Ah. Hey! When the Lord has appointed you, when the Lord has set you in your place, nobody can upset you. You will upset them. Uti to pluck them. Oh, Jesus. To break down. To destroy. To overthrow. To build and to plant. God puts you in environments that are hostile. Who would destroy everything that is hostile. And build what is new. That is gracious. That is loving. That is accommodating. Wherever God has sent you, you must be a product and an ambassador of renewal, restoration. Those who have been persecuted must find peace. Those who have been hated must be loved. Those who have been abusing up their power, they must be removed. They must learn how to serve. I didn't say you must fire them. You remove them from their place. They must go somewhere to learn what you are bringing. They must learn love. They must learn forgiveness. They must learn to include others. They must learn to be kind to others. They must learn justice. What's about humanity? When your oppressor becomes your servant. Because you don't give him oppression. You give him justice. That is why the Bible says, if your enemy is hungry, feed him. And it's a tough for your enemy to eat because he does not know what is in the food. But the problem is he's hungry. Into your hands, I. And they survived the dinner. What have they learned? Justice. They did not learn revenge. They learned kindness. They have been saved. They have been redeemed from their evil. If you overcome evil with evil, evil will never be defeated. Our families are in trouble because kicked it for dead. Your mother did not love you mistreated you, favored other siblings more than you. That is why you are not there for them when they are sick as pensioners. They deserve it. 
tit for tat. Strangers are taking care of your parents. Taking them to the queue for medication. Being on taxis. You are driving a blessing. You are testifying at cell group. You have never brought the light anywhere. You have spread darkness. Let's look at what we want to cover for today. Steps on how to stop making excuses. Some of the things we take them from an article called Develop Good Habits. But before we go into what is being suggested there, Mike Dodia said, create a great excuse and stick with it and failure is guaranteed. The only manufacturer of excuses is you. You create them. If you are late for an event and you don't want to apologize properly for the sake of your dignity and you say, you know, there was a delay of traffic. Traffic that was not there. Even God, who's your father, is looking at you, but Lomtana Yeningai. You are the only one who saw that traffic. You are the only one who was in that traffic. You are a creator of your own excuses. But don't be surprised when failure comes as a guaranteed effect. The first thing you do is that stop comparing yourself with others. You know, it's surprising that if God can give you a chance, when you're comparing yourself with others, others are comparing themselves with you. They want to be like you. You might have a supermarket and despise somebody with Espaza. But those who have nothing want to be like the guy who has Espaza. And the guy who has Espaza does not appreciate what he has. He compares himself with one who has a general dealer. And you know, Masalane, it is a false assumption. It's being misguided to judge yourself on the basis of things you see that people are doing. Because it's not the whole story. You're judging people on appearance. First Samuel 6, 16, 7 says, The Lord does not see things the way you see them. People judge at outward appearance. But the Lord looks at the heart. You look somebody well-dressed. The reality is dead. <laughs> Most of us, we are, we, we, we are driving cars we have not paid for. We are still paying for them. But when people look at us, they have false impressions. That's why Basagiti Basobolegiman. Singanika Ganja Nimali Mobasine installment. It's an installment. We must pay. 
It's a false impression. When you see me, get out of my car. When you don't know the whole story about me. When you visit me and we have cell group at our home, you see the furniture. You say, ah, ah, ah. I'm just a nobody. And you compare yourself with me. When you come from, you've got a small sofa. I've got a humongous one. And you want to have it. I wish, I wish. You don't know. The difference is my dead appetite. And here you are. You are praying prayers that are misguided. It's choking under death. Under death. to husband and wife, but it's You think there's no love. You don't understand what the reason this other one likes to handle this one. Command and control. About to When our funny son, the was good to funela. One unknown writer says, one unknown writer says, why compare yourself with others? No one in the entire world can do a better job of being you than you. Number two, stop fearing the unknown. But no, 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 just admit, you can see the future. You can predict the future. Stop tormenting yourself with things you can handle. What if you find an accident? What if I don't find an accident? I'm in Anshati. The, 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 the statistics that divorce three out of every ten, I'm just making it up. Don't go and research it. I'm just making it up. Out of ten, if ten people get married, seven divorced, three are remaining. What if when you are the material on the three? You have already counted yourself with the majority and declared yourself a failure. You are not even married. But you are already discounting yourself or you are going to fail. Fear of the unknown. What if he abuses me? There's beautiful and wonderful husbands. We were with them at the line crossers breakfast yesterday. They ate scrumptious breakfast. Men of prayer. Men who fear God. Men who know how to change a nappy. They are still there today. Men who still know how to buy flowers or chocolate, if you are a chocolate type. Yeah. 
Uzaudlai chocolate ya kuzitengele yona we one. Nobu negative back we he. That chocolate. Aikom nandi if au peche elwa. Uzaudlafu na umunu. always trust God that your things will turn for good. Paul when he, he prays for the church in Rome under persecution under violence he says to these people may the God of hope fill you with joy. How do you say it Paul? When Christians are dying before each other he says even in those situations may the God of hope may the God of hope not the people of hope. Not the church of hope. May the God of hope fill you with joy. But Joy. 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 That is genuine. That is from the heart. By invite them to, to a celebration of the time. Upisilibon, over two seats, bow excluded. Osaya parting, so send Copanalibon. Joy. Or Roberts have not eight hours. Why are Jimming, Manoa? Why, why, Sidulaman? Jesus stretches. Lijuamba na mamurena. Kika muhao, kika muhao. Joy unspeakable, full of glory. Joy in tribulation, joy in hate, joy in lack, joy in pain. Because it does not come from people. It comes from the God, the God, the God, the God, the God of hope. The God of hope. Hope that does not disappoint. Robert Shula, Uri, let your hope. Let your hopes, not your heads, shape your future. So we look at life through our heads, not what God has done for us. Don't lose your hope, Wanak. Don't. Number three, stop blaming others for your misfortune. You see, when you blame others for your pains, it is counterproductive and it is irresponsible. 
It's your life. You see, the blame game does not improve your situation. It creates scapegoats. You see, sometimes you've got facts that your parents hated you. You've got facts. You can show. The facts. Your sister went to a multiracial school. You went to a township school. Tangaria, how we nearly wrong. Yeah, no, no, I can say uniform. Lady Blazer. You've got facts. Oksala, does it change you to a township school? It does not. You're depressed, affair. Some of you, you are poor because of the system. Apartheid. We have facts. Economists by research, by philosophers by research, sociologists, psychologists, educationists. There's too much research. In this book, page number 44, 1976, et al. And we, 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 bear. You're still poor. You are a clever black who's poor. But you've got the facts. It's about you taking responsibility for your life that the facts don't become a reality, truth in your life. Prove your haters wrong. Prove your oppressors wrong. Stop blaming others. Yesterday we went to a men's event. Scrumptious breakfast. You know what blessed me? Is to see the service providers and the people who are providing service. Excellent, Bazalon. Excellent. We're people of our work. Excellent. Excellent. Karohamba Takima. Table setting. Table setting. Arrival snacks and in the morning, Nicely set cocktail tables. Arrival. Arrival. Jesus. Educate. Baba Nasaba will now read this next city. The banana will keep breakfast. How about the box of us alone? Hey! Really, that's what I'm going to do. Hey! You want my play? Ninga Timiga cool. See, Sasso. Hey! Hey! But what I like, Bazalano, I'm trying to say. When we look at our lives and begin to say, it's my life. It does not matter what they've done to me, how they've excluded me, how they did not believe in me. I believe in myself. I believe in the God who created me. I believe in the opportunities he has made for me. I am going to use them to the fullest. That's what I saw. Stop blaming others. So I negative. Oh, see. Oh, I'm a little muntefuso. 
Mausleli umkhalela does it uyabuya na Kwena le Panado Ena hay sankanik so inka fela utile le kelelo fela After fetsa wetsa all those things Akirun tsole singil Usa deitiwi Mwana ko hlapa Some words are hairstyle. Some more shopper. Nka di chomitsa how? Litswe, linwe kof. Just kof. Kafa latte. Get that it turanta. Kafa latte. Which what a cuphead a cure and manicure earlier how it. Uzibusise. Uyekusitshela ukuthi wena awunakwa zinake zithande zithengele zibusise zirefreshe Stop blaming others. Mabahambe bazomisa lento iwu. Number four. Take responsibility. You know, recognize that in life, things go wrong. Sometimes you, Pasalani, you make decisions in good faith. And hey, they bomb on you. Just boom. boom. We're now nice about Sometimes you do things in good faith and people take you for granted. You learn your lessons. You become wiser. Jim Bradley says, responsibility find a way. Irresponsibility makes excuses. But you must take the responsibility to correct your mistakes when you have made them. Number five, take action. You see, sometimes we have good ideas. But we don't do anything. In athletics, they say, I didn't say anybody, I'm calling athletics, I'm calling our way, I'm calling our way, no, 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 no. In athletics, I didn't say the Bible says, in athletics, they say. If you're not an athlete, listen to what athletes are saying. Okay? Hallelujah. In athletics, they say. (laughs) 
They say in athletics. <laughs> I'm saying it, please. <laughs> you can't burn calories by doing nothing. In short, they are saying, if you want to lose weight, you must burn the calories. It's a nicer way of talking about fat. <laughs> you understand what I'm trying to say? That's why I love athletics. But no, we must deal with the calories. Calories. Abanyebana more, abanyebana less. But there's a way to stimulate burning these calories. You eat in deficit. You eat less calories and you burn more calories. Because your intake of calories is less. If you used to eat three slices of bread, you eat one, and afterwards you go and burn it. You exercise, you walk, take afternoon walks, you stimulate your cardio, you have aerobic activity that helps you to burn fat. Sorry, calories. Our folk in Jackson died in 2019. He's over trim. Give him more. <laughs> do, 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 do. Jesus. Eat in deficit. Burn more calories. Not by talking. By moving. Either you move fast. Faster. Either you take a long straw. Consistently. Hello, how are you? Where are you going? Nowhere, just burning calories. Calorie walk. You know, ladies will concur with us on this one. They will concur with us. Isn't it funny that you come from work, you find everybody is earlier than you, and when you come in, they tell you they are hungry. There's food in the grocery, there's food in the fridge. They are hungry. But they don't take action. They're not serious about their hunger. Six, seven, two hours. No action but hunger. 
Mina, Nyagiaganj. Good Mabafe, England. That's what happens to us. God gives us ideas. We are poor. We undermine ourselves. We are not taking any action. We are not acting on the word of God. We hear this sermon. Step number one, step number two. We do nothing with it. It's like you have never been to church from January till now. Bishop has been talking about courage, strength, all these other things. But you are still in the same spot. Because there's no action. Uzo fine lala. In the grocery cupboard, there's food. It's not going to come to you. You must come with a plan. For carbohydrate, what am I going to eat? For protein, what am I going to eat? For what as a balanced diet, what am I going to eat? How much preparation do they need? And you must wake up and do something. Voila, meal. The cupboard won't open itself. Utamutari, he prepares a table before me in the presence of my enemy. But he's not eating. You know what I like about God? He prepares a table. I wonder if that table is empty or there's something on it. God prepares a table. What do you do when the table is prepared? Are you taking action? Doug Hall says, don't make excuses. Make things happen. Move, shake, make changes, then make history. Let there be movement. Doesn't mean I like people about Tanduk Panda. I don't education in Marotsababua. I'm going to license department. I'm going to go ペタマフォーム。ペタナマペネ。マフォニフォームヨクニゲ、ウエペガラパワズグフィラガンジャ。ウエアクボザウエナ。エライセンスリニューアル。オリティスキ。オリティスキ。オティマンガンニガンジェ
And if you are a strong runner, you run average of 185 steps per minute. Average. I see you say, huh? huh? <laughs> if you're a, in a minute, if you're a strong runner, average, good average, bottom line, you can go over 220 something. How do we know? We've got these watches. They, they, they calculate. Are you there? It's scientific. It's not a testimony. Hey, hey. Based somewhere after somebody was eating pizza. No. Are you there, Barcelona? So, it's one step at a time. One kilometer at a time. You don't start from one kilometer and go, 42 kilometers. Ha, Jesus! It's not going to happen. It's not going to happen. You must take it one step at a time until you reach a kilometer. One kilometer down. One step at a time until the next kilometer. Then you are done. Are you there? Then after, depending on how strong you are, after three hours, four hours, cut off if you are, it's a normal marathon, it should be five hours. You should be done with your 42. Then you are done. But you must be patient with yourself. That is going to be one step at a time. Now our problem is this one. We look at somebody who runs it in three hours and Ronari Mataka five hours. Solely depressed after three hours. But announcer, eh, the winner has come through to collect the uh, gold medal. We're now halfway. <laughs> so give up, the soya hammer. You win it, you learn to master. Oh, fun. Sing it. Logo puza man, so steadily grows. Run your, as long as you are taking action. If somebody finishes in two hours, you finishes in five hours, you have met the official cut of time. We respect you for the action you have taken. Learn from your mistakes, number seven. If you want to make progress, you're going to make mistakes. Always assess what went wrong and discover ways to improve. Unearth Learning lessons from your own mistakes. One writer says, excuses will always be there for you. Opportunity won't. There's only one Sunday today, this Sunday. The 28th, isn't it so? If you waste it, there's no other Sunday, the 28th, in July. The opportunities that come with it, they are buried with it when you reach tomorrow. But your excuses, you will live with them. But the opportunities are gone. Many people are living in regrets. They are living with their excuses. Nkabe. Nkabe. Mabonafila brother, Osnan tasty mokereking. When on ali tasty, Ari, you know my sister, the Lord is leading me to you. Wari no. Muto okoganjengawe. Ngege me. Ngege. 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 Lo koganjengawe. Ngege. So tabanga banga ni bako se bakbona upumena ye. Nyeke baksha tabanga ni bako. Then down the line, this guy marries somebody, same cell group with you. Ko ko le nyalo, unsa skia sakolo ye kholekan. Are I presented to my dearest wife, who gave me an opportunity when nobody believed in me. 
went and told him, hey man, my man. Hey. Oh no, it's Sam. Hey. Hey. Iliwena. Utatiskia. Uri Jesus. The opportunity has passed. The wrong person is receiving your key. You will live with it. It's even worse, Haliako, the same cell group. Either you change the cell group. testimony. <laughs> Your problem is you let opportunities pass because you made excuses. Number eight, don't focus on your weaknesses. We didn't say you must ignore your mistakes, but don't get too obsessed with them. You know, sometimes we get obsessed, you know, with things that we can do. You see, you must also recognize areas of your strength and take advantage of them. Some things, Bazalan, you must even be willing to delegate because you are still developing in those areas. I mean, all of us are delegating. We are outsourcing. If you're going to have a big party, you have people to impress. You get an expert cook. People who are running catering. And if you have a big party, you have a shaving dishes, you have a big six. Then we're now Kennedy in Tosa How Mole. Was no, 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 no. How about Tabuts? What have you done? You still have had the function, you still have had the food, but somebody helped you in your weaknesses. The Bible says in Hebrews 4, 15 and 6, for we do not have a high priest who is unable to sympathize with our weaknesses. We have one who was tempted in every way just as we are, yet was without sin. Let us approach the throne of grace with confidence so that we may receive mercy and find grace to help in time of need. When you have a need, you don't want anybody to remind you of your mistakes. Agbalis. Jesus was tempted like us. He walked in our body. He felt what we felt. He heard the bitter words that were said. He faced the criticism. He was born as a carpenter's son. He saw the class, status, conscious society, how it disregarded and rejected other people. He felt it. He was homeless. He was a refugee. He was declared who his parents are immoral. Because he was born in adultery when they did not know that he was born of the Holy Spirit. Said all sorts of things. So, let us come to someone who understands us. To someone who's sensitive to forgive. Give us another chance. Another chance. Help us. Because he walked down that road. 
You know, I was saying to somebody, to, to, to people in the earlier service, that, you know, working in the township as a learner, it's a blessing. It's a blessing. Because sometimes you are with people, same people in same struggles. You hear how they counsel one another. Wow. Who knows what you are? From there, You know why? They've been in the same boat, same struggle, same context. They understand. Sometimes you go to the wrong people who don't know your struggle. Who have never been where you are. Who have never hungered. Who don't know not to have school fees. You see, our children don't know not to have school fees. When I tell them what I didn't have school fees, they say, what? Why was not your dad doing anything? <laughs> what kind of dad is that one? He just left? Did nothing? Are you going to leave on me, you too? It is not their point of reference. They can't help somebody who's on the gutter. They don't understand it. They will help a cheese boy like them. You understand what I'm trying to say? Sometimes we go to people whose point of reference is not our point of reference. And we are surprised we get no love, we get no help, we get no sympathy. But Jesus is not like that. He says, come with confidence into the... Even his throne is not a throne of power, status. It's a throne of grace. You don't see things that says, you don't belong. We are someone who... We are is pristine. Pristine. That's why about why I sent him. But I get the joke sent him. But the jail, but the last like a festeria takes. How about you listen to Because there's no point of reference between them and sent with where they come from. But God is not like that. Sometimes we go to leaders who have no compassion, who never struggled, who don't know pain. No wonder people sometimes are so disappointed. If I come from, from, a, from, from an environment where the electricity is gone, my generator kicks in. I don't understand. I don't understand when my food gets rotten. Although Linda must pay for electricity. Amen. Amen. We are going to bring this country down if we don't take responsibility.
you have power to change. Don't make excuses because sometimes we make excuses our permanent feature, number nine. You've got the ability to change things. You can get help from others to improve. John L. Mason says, when you make a good excuse, it's hard to excel in anything. But the excuse. How sasapa? At least, Keza Unuga Mans. I know what I'm talking about, Bazala. Keza Unuga Mans. The last one, and I close. You must have what we call self efficacy. Self-efficacy. But then stop doubting yourself and eliminate your own excuses. You see, self-efficacy says you must have a strong belief in your own abilities to handle various situations. You must believe in the God who created you and gave you power to control your life. You know, we live in an environment where people plant negative things in us. Negative things. Yeah. Yeah. Get all divorce and you'll never go anywhere. Or watch the space. When wrong, against the Bible, watch the space. You can't play God. You can't determine my destiny. Anyway, watch the space. I'm dumped by you. God has not dumped me. I still have my faith. I still pray. I'll still worship. Whatever people call me, I'll still own up to my mistakes if I have contributed. But I will keep my head high. Self-efficacy. Believe in who God has made you to be. And let your enemies watch in disbelief. Psalms 31 verse 24. Be strong. Don't be weak. Be strong. Take. Let your heart take courage. You who wait for, hope for, and expect from the Lord. The psalmist is speaking to people who are waiting for the Lord. Who are hoping in the Lord. Who are expecting something from the Lord. He says, be strong. You know, sometimes we are too weak. We are too weak. God's, God can't say to you, be strong, when you're not strong material. God can't say you must be what he has not made you. You know, sometimes you sound so baizise satan. Sometimes you sound so about. No resignation left on your table. Says, 
supervisor or manager on a chair meeting after utu ile but i know angeka sabu yaksasa obona ha obona mudumedisa anka beke ya hai alonwa di antidepressant go toilet ahlanganisa makata kata ke inyaope yakhe ayiphuze ethu guza bamna di guza hand guza bam hand guza bam what is it that you are saying you may have power here on earth but my life my blessings come from above from the father of lights you you you, you can't put me down i may fall but i stand up you must be strong don't play weakness one writer says strength is it about how much you can handle when you break but it's how much you handle after you've broken can you stand Psalms 34 verse 18 it says the Lord is close to those who are broken hearted he rescues those whose spirits are crushed bafeditse ka wena bara ha hufedile ngeke asama ngeke iwolawa iwolawa there is a God who is close to you he's close when you are broken he's close when you are down he will love don't take frustration don't take pain take the power of God he will love
when they think you will quit, when they think you will commit suicide, when they think you will resign, when they think you will be hopeless and helpless. Thank you, Jesus. We thank you, Lord. We thank you. As we have our eyes closed, every head bowed. Your life has gone through many things. Don't make excuses today because God is reaching out to you to help you. You have not given your life to God. You have lived your life without Mudimu. But you see today that God is not your enemy. God loves you. God cares for you. People might hate you, might exclude you, but God is on your side. If you say, Pastor, pray for me. I want to give my life to God. I want to stop making excuses about following him. If you want me to pray with you, just raise your hand quickly, wherever you are. Let me see that hand, I'll pray for you. Just raise your hand wherever you are. God bless you at the back. I see hands are going up. God bless you there. Anybody else? God bless you. God bless you. Anybody else? Just raise your hand wherever you are. Stop making excuses. Today is your day. Today is your day to give your life to God. God is not your enemy. God bless you, my sister here. Anybody else? Just raise that hand up. Let me see that hand. I'm going to pray for you. Don't, don't, don't drop it. Just keep it up. God bless you this side. Anybody else? Anybody else? I see hands are going up. God bless you in the middle here. Anybody else? I just want to pray for you. He's seen your tears. He's seen your struggles. He's in your corner. God bless you in the foyer. I see hands in the foyer. God bless you. God bless you. Today is your day. I'm going to ask all the people who have raised their hands. Wherever you are, just come to the front. Take your Bibles, your belongings. Come for prayer in the front. So that they rappel and Ashas help them. Just come. Just come. Even if you did not raise your hand, but you want to come, don't make excuses. God bless you, my brother. God bless you. Keep on coming. Keep on coming. Just come. 
Give your love to God. No excuses. It's your day with God today. No excuses.